0: live yeah. live radio this is your host tech with co-host
1: and i see game boy what it is what it do
0: welcome everybody here today's episode is called comedy <clears throat> and clotheslines we're here live 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 coming in very soon as our first guest He is the current mcw maryland championship wrestling heavyweight champion the Black Jet chip hydraulics before you come in Come on to the show. Also, we have coming up at the top of our hour, APM, nationally known comedian, former star of Mad TV. We will have Ari Smith that so will be joining us. And we have a third guest, too, who coming back on the show will be co host, uh, Professor Report, and founder of Blizzard Bra. David Hurd will be joining us. But before we bring Drylex in, just want to say you can follow our show on Twitter at tech underscore UTMR. You can follow NSC Game Boy on Twitter at.
1: Ah, uh, NSC Game Boy, spell correctly. Please, spell it
0: correctly. Yes, yes please Damn, Damn, You
1: sound terrible.
0: Yeah, I apologize. <laughs> 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 it's all game. Hey, the soul still burns. The show got different. Yeah, yeah, soul so
1: still burns. Yeah, we still
0: got. the guy. got to go to work. Just speaking of that, you know, you follow us on Instagram, under the Matt's Radio, um, on word. Follow us on Facebook, under the Matt's Radio. Also, we have a YouTube page, same name as the show. Um. Also, if you ever need to email us with any questions or any um, thing you want to let us know for us how the show is, any upcoming guests you want us to have, email us at radio at gmail.com. Without any further ado, I'm bring on live right now the man himself, the blade Jet Tripper, heavyweight champion of Maryland Championship Wrestling, Dralix. Welcome to the show. What's going on, What's going on? What's How you doing, baby?
2: I'm terrible. Woke up in a bad mood. Been pissed off all day long. Uh, damn. that's
1: I'm, I'm sad to hear that, man. You yeah. yeah, need Is there any way that we can uh, accommodate your mood to try to help you get some of that stress off? Is it to you know, anything you want to get off your chest and
2: to speak about. No, I'm bro? good. I'm good. It's just personal stuff, bro. I'm good.
1: Oh no, I am. I don't get into
0: that, then, man. I don't say no more.
2: I'm not that out there like that either.
0: Yeah. It's all cool, man. Hey, yeah. good news. Good news for you, brother. You at least your smile for this. That your Pittsburgh Steelers are still in the hunt for the playoffs, so they should be able to put a smile to your face. Um,
2: your Ravens ain't doing so well yourself, kid.
3: Well, yeah. you better
0: all said it all You notice
2: yeah. that it's it's basically a tie. For like yeah. what, three spots? Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's mm. it's oh. Only problem when you're on top, kid. See, we still got that six rings, so I guess they'll come to me anytime I want to catch up.
0: Hey, hey, you good. You know, when you've been, you've been in the industry for, about 80-something plus years, of course. You know, oh, so you boy. Know, years, it? But if it's all good, yeah. hey, you know, well, we'll see how it is. You know, we Ravens fans. You're still a fan. We definitely respect the Steelers. And you're know, our quarterback, not a crowd baby like some other people. We're not going to Exactly, that
3: exactly.
0: But moving on from there, brother. You being one of our brothers, big supporters of the show, we support you. You are now the man on top of the mountain. You are the MCW heavyweight champion. Let us know, brother, how does that feel to be on top of the mountain finally?
2: Man, it it feels great. Like It, it was one of my goals when I got in. Um, my first indie show was, was MCW, the last show at Michael's, back in, I believe, 08, maybe. And Joey Mercury had it, and I was like, I want that. And, and now I got it. It was hard, it was hard getting there, but, but I got it. And nobody in Maryland can say they're the number one man besides me. There's a lot of guys that run around in this state saying they this, saying they that. Oh, I'm the champ here, I'm the champ there. You ain't shit. Pardon part my friends, You ain't shit unless you got or had the NCAA title. Plain and simple. 'Cause when you think of M. and Russell, you think of MCW.
0: That is true. It is true. Um, your thoughts on Matthew Hardy, former WWE champion, former TNA star. You had a little rivalry going over from the MCW. What are your thoughts of uh Matt Hardy?
2: Um, my thoughts on Matt. Matt Well what can I say about him? Like, he's done everything. He he was the man. Like it was an honor to be in the ring with him, to learn from him. You know, Matt is Matt. Like it's you know, there's not much much you can't say that you can say about him that hasn't been said about him.
0: Yeah, it is. Definitely, really it's true. It is. Um, this one that you know, um, I talked to someone else in the business earlier. He wanted to relay you a message. Is that the winner manager, Andy Vonberg? wanted me to let you know Drawlicks that he gives you credit, Black Wall Street, very dominant, very great tag team, you know, very great faction, but he feels that you are not the best. He feels that the winners are the best faction right now in the state of Maryland. So how do you feel about that?
2: Oh well, first off I don't respect a man that can't come to another man and say what he gotta say. That's 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 number one. Number two I've never seen or heard of the winners. Where are they from? Who are they? If you if you're if you're so much of a winner, people know you. If to me, if nobody knows you, you're nothing but a loser. So, Mr. Weinberg, I'm telling you, I'm not sending a message. If you're listening to this, to be a winner, you need to be known. I don't know who you are, so to me, you're a loser, Mr. Weinberg. Don't tell him that. Tell him to listen to your show and I'll tell him myself.
0: I got you. I right. definitely will let him I'm going to turn it over now to NSEA boy. Drylex,
1: Drylex, my man.
2: You, you, go. Are,
1: you are the man in <laughs> MCW. My yes, question is. is By you being the head honcho, the man behind Black Wall Street, and now also being an MCW champion, how is this new pressure? For you to continue being the lead
2: staple of Black Wall Street and still continue to be champion, yeah. <laughs> there's no pressure. Well, I mean, I'm, I don't, I don't feel any. I just go out there and I do what I do. That's just be better than everybody else. Hashtag greater than every, greater than everyone. That's that's me. I I'll go out there and I do what I do, well, and it's got me where I am now. So I don't, I mean, to me, there's no pressure. It's, who was pressure was no problem at all behind them? Pressure for what? why am I what what am I pressured for?
1: That well that leads me to my next question. Now that you have the belt and you've been retaining it, um, who is someone in the company that you have your eye on? Who's somebody that you want to get in the ring and 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 show them how Black Wall Street do and, and, and display your talents with? I mean, cause you you are the king of the mountain. You are at the top, so you know it must be somebody that you're that you having your eye on, or or somebody you must have heard about that you might want to see how good they are or could be.
2: Wow!
4: The only the only guy that
2: I want to get in the ring with is retired now. By me, that's Derek Fraser. I've been calling his name for a minute, but he won't get off his couch to come see me. Um. As far as as far as far MCW goes, I'm always looking at the top ten, which is Christian York, Bruiser, uh, the King himself, uh, Ryan McBride, uh, Luke Hawks. Those guys, you know, you want the best, you look no further than them in MCW. And I'm sitting on top, so they got to look up to me. They want it, come get it. All right, though. So-
0: with I that being that. said, with that being said, you you on top of the mountain, and as people say, there's only one way to go when you're on top, and it is down. Tell us how much more motivated are you? How much harder will you work now that you are the champion of MCW? We all know that you was a hard worker from the beginning, but now that you are the man, you are the face of MCW. What are your next goals? How much harder will you work to stay the man on top?
2: Uh, I work. I work as hard as I need to. Like you said, I'm the man now. I'm on top. I'll do whatever it takes to keep it. But if jump somebody in the alley, jump somebody while they're having dinner with their wives, I don't care. That belt's staying with me, it lives with my. It lives at my house, and it's going to stay there till I feel like I need to. Leave, I need to leave it in the ring to somebody else, which ain't going to be any time soon.
0: So what you saying, you're going to interrupt tender time. You know, you got your opponent here with his wife or his girl eating a little dinner, and you saying you're going to break that up, you're going to jump
2: him. Hey, whatever it takes. I'm a firm believer in Malcolm X, by any means necessary. By any means necessary, I will keep my belt. It doesn't matter. I don't care. He could be taking his kids to the movies, to the playground. It doesn't matter to me. Does not matter to me. Even the
0: four kids involved. Oh, man.
1: Hey, I'll be up now. his
2: grandmother to keep my title. I don't care. Well,
0: at least we know he
1: ain't
3: Scarface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See
1: that, he
2: no. Uh, no, no, oh, no. I'm, I'm MCW Re- resident string bell. That's who I am.
3: <laughs> now, let, let,
0: let, let, let us know what it is, okay? You know everybody now, WWE, everything else everybody's now trying to personalize their their title you know if you had a chance to make the MCW title your own personal make it personalized what would you add to it to take away from it
2: oh man Uh, I would probably take the MCW flag off the front of it put my face in a hundred dollar bill right on top of it that's probably what I would do to it
0: just your face yeah
2: I like that idea
0: you, you may, oh, you heard it first. You to talk to, yeah, heard it first, yeah. You meant to talk talk to uh the man the, the man you, you know, the the authority if you will. <laughs> see if that can happen.
2: Yeah, we'll
0: see. We'll see. Now now also of course over the course of wrestling history, I know you're a big buff in the business, you're a student as the game as they call it, you know, me and a Game Boy, we you know, we study the business. As you know, history with the other factions, the Four Horsemen, the NWO, DX, you go back in the day, Devastation Incorporated and whatnot. It seems like whenever you're the champion right now, sometimes jealousy can come in and envy with your uh, other members. So what makes you so sure that the Chuck Lennoxes, the Napalm Bombs, the Solos will not get envy of you and may not decide to try to take the title from you?
2: Are you prepared for that? I'm prepared for anything. Right now, I'm not I'm not worried about that at all. At this point, um, we all sitting on top together. We we are a unit. Five individuals thinking as one. Why 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 would there be any conflict, or why would anyone want to start any conflict when all of us sit on top together? All, all four of them share a piece of my title. I share a piece of theirs. We're a unit. That's why we have everything. That's why we control CW. So right now, I'm not worried about that. I'll cross that bridge when I get to it.
3: Well, you say
0: everybody's on top. I'm sorry to sing you, but real quick. You say everybody's on top, but yet that's not really true because you're the, you're the heavyweight champion. Therefore if they're not the heavyweight champion, they're not on top with you, there's maybe one A, one B. You know, like like the Steelers where, you know, the second, like Heath, you know, I don't even know who your number one guy is. Emmanuel Sanders or whoever <laughs> y'all have, you're the number one, and then Jarlick, Napalm, Bomb, and everybody else could be the second, the third, and the fourth. So,
2: I, absolutely, I disagree with that. I, do, I totally disagree with that. The Rage TV title... Seth the best wrestler on TV, on Rage TV. He's a rage champ. I'm the I'm I'm the number one guy. I'm, I'm the a heavyweight champ in that division. Napalm and Solo are the tag champs. That means they are the best tag team. The woman's champ, what needs to be said about that? Amber Rodriguez, the number one woman. He's a woman champ. It's all divisions. We 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 all share a piece of everything. That's how I look at it. I mean, now if you're trying to cause controversy between us, then you know that's that's what you're doing. But we don't see it that way. When one of us is on top, all of us is on top.
0: Okay. All right. I uh, I definitely uh I definitely see where you're coming from, uh, innocent game boy. Well, my next question is
1: is this, and and by the way, we're we're not trying to cause controversy, Drollics. I'm, I'm we understand what your sacrifices is to get all the belts and, and, and to run uh, MCW. And, you know, Black Wall Street is very deserving for everything that they have. And we're big supporters of that. So I don't want you to think that we're trying to start and stir the pot or anything. But I do have one question. Now that you've won the Shanrock Cup, now that you won the MCW title, you have pretty much taken over MCW what is next? What what possibly can be next for Dralix to go after now that he's accomplished everything in there? Uh,
5: Repeating
2: the cup. Repeating the cup again. Repeating the cup again. And retire from old man in a rocking chair to where I have to give this title to somebody. Okay. Temple. Wow. That's what it is. I didn't, I didn't expect that answer. <laughs> what what, what I mean, I'm the man. Like I own MCW. We own MCW. It's like Wall Street owns MCW.
3: So
0: who are you owning? Huh? Who who do you see as being your next threat? I know you, I know you say you you own MCW, and I know Black Wall Street is a very prominent force in MCW. But who do you see as your next threat? Who do you see coming out for challenging you for your title, not only your title, but challenging your faction, and your family?
2: Again, it's got, it's, I'm looking at the top five. I've already beat Christian York. I've already beat Matt Hardy. Let's see who's left. Bruiser, Ryan McBride, We fought. I'm looking at those three right now. Whoever the so-called authority... So says, hey, you're next, that's who I go with, and that's who I'll be, until I run through all five of them, and I'm standing there with my title, again, like I did through the whole Autumn Armageddon Tour, it it, it doesn't matter to me, I don't like, it It, it doesn't faze me, because I'll do what I've been doing for the last five, six years, that's just beat everybody else, beat everybody, and keep my belt, that's what I do. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't walk through the door and grab that belt off a of mat. I didn't. I didn't pick it up off the floor. I beat God for that. I beat Christian Rook for that. I beat Matt Hart, Matt Hardy for that. It's mine. I'm not giving it up that easy to anybody. So whoever the next challenge is doesn't matter to me. I don't care who it is. Well, what what
0: would you say about the likes of Nui? You know the likes of maybe C Fed. You know the likes of <laughs> upper, of the up of the and coming. A lot of people have been talking about this guy, Greg Young Talent Shane Strickland. You know what? What are your thoughts on those guys?
2: Well, if you think back, I don't already beat Shane Strickland. I don't beat C Fed. Him and G Fed hundreds of fucking thousands of times. Me, I'm looking forward to getting knowing with him. I really am. I haven't seen him around in a while, but I that, that, that's that's somebody that yeah, Nui Tofiga, That's what that to answer your previous question. That's what I'm looking forward to getting in that way. Nui Tofiga. I want to see. I want to. I want to see. That'll be the ultimate task for me. Well, what happens if hypothetically you
0: want to go against Nui, the authority, if you will? you know, demand itself, we know who we're talking about, decides to say no, will you go buck against him? Will you disrespect him and try to make it happen yourself? Since you are a man to takes charge, since you did say you are like, you know, the early days of Michael Max, many is necessary, will you even buck against the authority if they don't give you what you want?
2: I already have bucked against them. I don't have a problem with that. I don't know if i making a statement on people. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me one bit. I've always taken what I want, and if that's what I want, I'll go get it. I'm not worried about what somebody told me I can and can't do. If if at that time I feel like I want Tophiga, it'll be me and Sophia. I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen. It, it may be that I have to push Sofia to the point to where he has to go say, hey, I want him for some strange reason. I could do something that's possibly harmful to him, and they put me in a ring with it. I want him. I want him, and I got my wish. Right? You, 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 you ain't have to. It's not. It's not the fact that you have to go ask him, ask somebody for, for something, or say, "Hey, let me do this," or "Why don't we do that?" There's other things you can do to provoke someone to do
0: something. Okay. That's right. If you agree with that. Real quick, if you have
2: Call. time, we're going to... I'm sorry, go ahead. Call
0: me. Okay. If you had time, real quick, we're going to bring in our correspondent, Shamblay, he must ask you a quick question real quick. Shamblay, you know, live with MCW champion, Dralix.
4: Good lord. Uh, is that Tech?
0: Yes, it is. We're with Drilux.
4: Okay, uh what's going on Drallux, you my man and all? What's up? Uh I'll, First of all, congratulations that you're to me the first black MCW heavyweight champion. And also, I do have a small beef, but not with you, but I'm just wondering other than Facebook and Twitter, I never see your pictures on advertisements around MCW. Why is that? You know, a brother being the world champion. Like Ron Simmons in Baltimore, but I never see you in advertisements.
2: You never see me in advertisements?
4: Yes. Um, um. I, want, I want to see you in advertisements. You you a brother. You the world champion. You know, people around the way, uh, downtown Baltimore would love to see that. And you in Black Wall Street. So it, it bugs me to wonder about that. You know, we should have you more on the, on the posters since you the champ. They did for Matt Hardy.
2: Um, I actually I actually was on a poster. Uh, when we ran Waldorf. I was on that poster. Um, I'm all over the website. As far as advertising in Baltimore, uh I, don't, I I can see what you're saying about that. But I don't I don't pay for advertisement. I know who I am. I know what I have. It's like I don't I don't need to be plastered everywhere to say hey Oh, this is him. This is that. This is this. I don't need that, really. They want to promote, promote with or without me, or so whoever comes. They're gonna remember me.
4: Okay, okay. Because uh, you, you and Black Wall Street. You know, I remember a year ago I interviewed you, and you know you were saying you like the Four Horsemen. So I, I, I give big ups to that because uh, even, even my mother likes you, and she doesn't even like wrestling. So Ooh. my mother okay. likes you, and she okay. My mother, she doesn't even like wrestling, but she like, you know, black man with, with the belt, you know, he on, he on King of the Mountain and everything. And she, you know, she actually called me to ask you that though. She said, you uh, know, you should be around Baltimore more often. Even though she doesn't live here, I gotta send her the advertisements and everything. So, she, she's a fan of yours now.
2: Smart woman. You know <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: right. Well, uh, th- thank you very much. No problem. Hey,
0: Thanks, Seth. Thank you. Thank you. Real, real quick, drivers. We're going to let you go in about a minute. Um, speaking of something that you don't like as far as advertising, and we all agree, game requests. I know many has felt big. Oh. you. <laughs> Other game requests. And
2: I, I know that is we, an smoke
0: <laughs> yeah, we we just spoke off and about it and joked around. Um, for those that don't know, go ahead. Give a little promo about those who keep sending you these game requests on
2: Facebook. So, most definitely. You people sit around like I have nothing to do, but I have no life like you to sit around and play games on Facebook. I don't play games on Facebook. I insult people on Facebook. I put up the most ridiculous, insulting stuff in the world, and you idiots like it. But yet you send me game requests. I don't play games. Keep them to yourself. You send me a game request, you get deleted. Simple. And then you run your mouth, you get blocked. Don't send me any game requests. I don't play Candy Crush or... I don't play any, any other stupid games on there. I get on there, I advertise my stuff. I insult you, then I get off. Don't send me any game requests anymore.
1: I have to agree. I, have, I, hate yeah, I hate that Yeah, I do. People, I hate that. That game request stuff, I'm a professional video gamer, and I hate that. That's like the most insulting thing you can do is send me a game request for a, a game I could play on my phone. I'm like, yo, come on, really? <laughs> <laughs>
2: that is crazy. You know
1: I mean, I play real games with real people and make real money. Unless right. you're making money with this stuff, yeah. You know I mean, please. Yeah, you know I mean, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, I, I, that I agree with you. With I, I can't
2: stand. Hey, that. Are you sitting home on that couch with bombs and potato chips all yeah. day long watching the story playing Candy Crush? Come on. Then if you like,
1: yo, can you help me out? No, no, my, no. I don't want to help you. Yeah, <laughs> like, they be, they be, I don't
0: they be even like on level. No. They be, like, on level 89, a candy cart. Good job? I are happy with that.
2: Right. Yeah, play that game. Good <laughs> job, you know. Uh, the All right. Game. Get off
0: government assistance. Yeah. <laughs> Snap.
2: Maybe why do I you call them and tell their kids that Santa Claus is an independence card.
3: Yeah. Oh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> oh. that
0: shot. <laughs> <laughs> waiting. <laughs> Well we' good that brother you thank you much for being on now, real quick uh go ahead uh, a couple of minutes a couple of seconds go ahead and promote um anything that's updated for m c w or black wall street
2: uh yeah m c w has a show december twenty seventh i believe it's holiday hell uh the m c w Arena, at Jabba Town, one thousand chopper farm road um so far it's May, Palm, and Solo, black wall street defending their titles against the Hellcats and a no disqualification, no count-out match. Uh, Shane Strickland and Eddie Smooth, from tore the house battle last show, two out of three falls. Um, And I think there be more matches at it. I'm not sure who I'm killing on the show, but I'm quite sure it'll be somebody. So come to me, check somebody out for your Christmas present on December 27th.
0: All right. That being said, this is uh, MCW World Champion, Heavyweight Champion, Drillix. We thank you much for coming on. So world still burns, care, brother, for we the Pittsburgh you, Steelers. We, we definitely yeah. meet up to the end. So thanks much, man. No problem, man. Y'all enjoy
2: it out of there. Hey, right, well, you, you do, do the same, tank. man. All right.
0: <laughs> Everybody, that was MCW Champ, the Blackjack Triple, Drillix. And also the man in charge of black wall street and game boy your thoughts
1: uh yeah i really have a lot of love and respect for drawlicks and black wall street i can't say what i really want to say but um i just want to let the fans know that you got a great talent right there a great guy who had bust his ass to get the way he's at and um mm-hmm. I, I do agree with our correspondent. I wish they would promote him a lot better here in the city. You know what I mean? But uh, to the fans out there, go and check him out. You know what I mean? Go and check out Black Wall Street. Those guys are really doing the thing. And um, yeah, they are. I can't wait to have him back on the show as usual. You know how we do. Yeah,
0: it is. Big, big ups to the, the dry and Black Wall Street. Now, we want to give big ups to a fan of our show. Guys, have been known around that. There's a very popular show. The show is called Epic Meal Time. This has been featured on YouTube. They have their own TV show, definitely on cable. Um, one of the former cast members' his name is Muscles Glasses. That's his. Uh, that's his uh, tag name, but his real name is Alex. Want to give big ups to him. They're big fans of the show. They definitely will be coming on very soon, starting in the new year. So. Want to give thanks to Epic Meal Time, to Muscle's Glasses, and everybody else who um, is a part of that show. Um, Just recently they just did some work with uh, James Franco, because everybody knows who he is, uh, with making some big concoction. They always add bacon strips to every single thing that they make. So please check them out. Want to give them a big up for the show. So that being said, this is Game Boy. Anything that you need to add real quick while we – for our next guest
1: to come on in. Well, the the Internet has been buzzing this past week with CM Punk's uh, interview on uh Coke and Banner's podcast. And, of course, the interview last night that Vince McMahon did with Stone Cold. I didn't watch it as entirely. I watched the majority of it. I had uh, some pressing matters to tend to, so I, I couldn't watch the whole thing. But just to kind of recap everything real quick, um, I felt that CM Punk gave a very detailed uh, description of, Of His time and tenure at at WWE a lot of people feel like he's a bitch and crying and all that stuff and everything But he made it to the mountaintop and you did not I have nothing but the utmost respect for CM Punk before He did the pipe bomb before he left WWE and I have nothing more but the utmost respect for him now Because he knows not only how to wrestle but he also knows business and if you read my comments and my uh, my statements about the situation, this is the end of the fiscal year. So the stockholders at WWE are now looking at Vince McMahon and company and wondering why one of their great stars is up there bashing the company and talking about them in a way where it doesn't look too good. So he didn't hit them hard, he hit them in their pockets. And if you want to get somebody back, that's always the best way to. So, um,. As far as the interview with Vince McMahon and Stone Cold, it's very insightful to hear him talk about, you know, the TNA and stuff, and, you know, talk about what's going on in the world, the difference between wrestling and uh, pro wrestling and sports entertainment, quote-unquote. Some of those answers, I'm pretty sure he had his writers pretty much tell him what to say. It still didn't feel like a real, you know, like, I guess, shoot-style interview and everything, but... um. On the, nonetheless, man, we, it got a
0: chance
1: for right. people to see that side of
0: Vince Man, so it was cool. Real quick, answer yes, again, we're not going to catch you up. We have right here, live, 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 right now, co-host of Pro Wrestling Report, himself David Hill. Welcome back to you Under the Mat Radio. Yeah.
6: Hey, fellas. How's it going, man?
0: What's going, What's going on, D?
6: How you doing? Man, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm listening to you talk about the interviews,
1: mm-hmm. and
6: uh, why does everybody believe what Punk says is true?
1: I'm going to tell you, you why. You know what I mean? I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, why? A, why? Because when you're listening to CM Punk talk in his mm-hmm. in his DVD a couple years ago that he did, the little best in the world DVD, he kind of okay. explains to you how he understood the business side. You know, his brother left him and all that and everything. He understood mm-hmm. that. What I felt as, is that when he talked in the shoot interview, he had no leverage, he had nothing really to gain to saying what he said. I think that he said was the truth only because I feel as a man in his position, what did he have to lie for? Now I can see if he was trying to get back to the company. I can see if he was trying to you know, keep his wife there because of AJ and everything. I can see if he was mm-hmm. trying to finagle some things so he might can slide back in but he's good. Financially he's good. He got a contract Do you, honestly
6: think, do you honestly think a publicly traded company What have their doctors misdiagnosed somebody?
1: The NFL do all the time. (laughs) The
6: NFL is (laughs) MLB MLB
1: has been caught doing it
6: itself. The NFL is the NFL publicly traded?
1: No, it's not publicly traded.
6: No, it's not. So they so they don't have as much to lose. But I mean, for me, I talk to guys that are currently in WWE that are you know and currently high ranked up there and. I mean, I hear both sides, and I watched Vince's stay with Austin last night, which I thought was as honest as Vince McMahon has ever been because Austin kept him honest. Um, it, it just baffles my mind that everyone, I don't want to say everyone, but that most people believe that CM Punk is the gospel. I mean, his big pipe bomb he did, what was that, three, four years ago? Yeah. yeah it was it, it was scripted. I mean, let's face it. Hunter and Vince aren't going to say, "Here, go bash us." All that stuff was cleared. You know what I mean? And they let him you know get away with more things than other people could have. But um, you know, perception's reality. CM Punks made a lot of money. He chose to leave, he was in breach of his contract, and uh I, I, I just I just I don't get it. I don't understand why everyone believes him. You know, it's always Jack and the Beanstalk. You know, it's always everyone against the big evil corporate conglomerate. And I'm sure WWE has, you know, done some things that, you know, are shady and whatnot. But uh, like Vince said last night, Hogan's left, Austin left, Rock left, Macho Man left, Warrior. They all leave, Bret Hart, they all come back though. You know what I mean? So, I don't know, it's just interesting not, how I, I, you know, but, but, I I read you know, it, I, mean, I didn't, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, I want you, I want you to finish, go ahead. No no, 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 I mean, I didn't listen to the whole thing, you know, that punk, I, I read a lot of, uh, um, you know, the reports and a lot of the quotes and everything else, so, I mean, but it's just like, if you're that miserable, then you should have quit, and you should have left. You know but what I mean? I mean, the you're you the top it. guy.
1: If, if you listen mm-hmm. to if you listen to the toward the end of the interview, he said he said I was addicted to a lot of people, which I shouldn't have. And Jericho um, had put up that that you know he said that yeah you know he felt he was trying to reach out to him, and Punk probably thought he was trying to get something out of it because his podcast, I mean you know his little podcast thing he was doing. But he said he's like you know I was addicted to a lot of guys who really kind of reached out to me, and I didn't know the difference of if they was trying to use me as a ploy or. And mm-hmm. I mean that right there shows you yeah. how burnt out he is. I mean, yeah. no, 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 I, I, no, no, no. I, 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 it's hard for me to explain D, honestly because I mean you can mm-hmm. he can been very well lying about everything he said, but for some reason wow. I believe him. I, I don't know why. I, I, I don't. I don't know why. But for some reason I actually believe him. And he when, also you know, did the
6: interview with his best friend on the planet, Colt Cabana.
0: Yes,
1: he, he
6: did.
0: did. That's what that's that that's 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 what, but, I, you know, that, that's what I was. You know, that's doing. to help his best friend out. You know. But, Exactly. Him, that's, that's I'm saying,
6: saying, but I'm saying, Austin asked Vince the tough questions. I don't think Cabana would have asked Punk the tough questions.
0: He didn't
1: ask no question. He just let him talk. Like, he yeah, just yeah. said, talk. And he was like, you know, yeah. next week. We'll get some people to, you know, email. Now that part can be staged, and he can make up some questions and say, "Oh, such and such from Minneapolis said, da da da." You know, that part, yeah, it could be staged. But for some honest reason, and I mean, it could be just me. I'm not gonna, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take away what you're thinking of, David. And I'm, you know, and not what I know, but I'm just saying from what I've heard, the sincerity, the the passion, the type of guy that he was, and, and that he, you know, as a performer, not just a wrestler, but as a performer, I think he's an excellent mm-hmm. performer. You know, I just felt well, like there was a lot more to it than than what it seems. But um, I know uh, well, Tech, you to the us We gotta move on. So
0: <laughs> no, no no I was I was gonna get get my get my two cents real quick, and then to see how David feel on sure, it. Sure, um, Thanks, David. Da- thanks, David, for coming on in again. And yeah, thank you for coming. Um, yeah, damn, absolutely, dude, man. Absolutely. Oh, of course <laughs>
3: you
0: did, <can>. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I-, I apologize for my voice, and I'm doing for a little voice battle right now. Um. My, my my viewpoint, and this is my my background with communication and working with people, and sitting there with students that has arguments. You know Vince McMahon that the in law there's three sides, there's your side, the person's side, the truth. Breaking with people. Exactly. Vince McMahon said it last night. You know there's communication issues, there's lack of communication, and I heard Punk's podcast. So I was a little late, and like you said, Diva, I thought this. You on your best friend's podcast. You're stating how you mm-hmm. feel, and one thing that I don't agree with is Punk saying, "I'll never come back." Now, me, everybody comes back. Brett came back, and 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 Brett, of all everybody that left, definitely had one of the 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 strongest reasons to not come back for what happened. I won't be a mistake mm-hmm. he did. Time was all wounds. So Brett Hart came as back. As long
6: as he there's enough done. zeros, man, they all come back. Look at Bruno.
0: Exactly. Yeah, look at Varela, oh, yeah, look at Warrior, yeah. you know.
6: Mm-hmm. And,
0: and my feeling, I feel, you know, what Punk said was true. And then I also feel that, like Punk said, he's a loner and he can be a dick. I feel that there were times when he didn't respond. Because, no know, Jericho said there were times he texted Punk, he didn't text back. And I truly believe that Vince McMahon and Trips or whoever else is in power tried to reach out to Punk. And there were times he was man a dick. He didn't get his way. Um hmm one well, name real quick, and i give give you your viewpoint too, David, is Punk mentioned how he didn't like losing to the part-time people, the Brock Lesnar, the Rocks. Um, I'm leaving somebody else, Undertaker. And no, like you said, it's a business. And sometimes you got to bring in the part-timers. If it means that they're going to bring in more revenue, they're going to bring in more ratings, they're going to bring in, and you see these guys on TV all the time, investors are going to bring in the Brock Lesnar. You know, uh, the Hogan's, the Sting's. They bring them in because that, they're the stars of yesteryear, and they're going to bring them in to make more money because some of the, the current product or the current wrestlers necessarily may not be um, getting to that point like they were like. So how do you feel mm-hmm. when they did
6: it? Having CM Punk defeat The Rock or Brock Lesnar or even The Undertaker is insulting the fans' intelligence because I compare Punk to Loki and Rock and Brock as Hulk from the Avengers movie. You know what I mean? Puny God. There's no way, physically, I don't care, you know, UFC fighter or not, you know, jujitsu jitsu trained or not, physically there's no way Punk could beat Rock or Brock Lesnar. Impossible. I agree. Um, I agree. And you know what? I mean, Punk is fortunate. I mean, I, I hate to say this, but if Chris Benoit doesn't kill his family, I don't think CM Punk gets his run. Because they went away from the steroids, and they went with someone that was drug-free and someone that was safe, and they went with punk. I don't know if that opportunity happens otherwise, because he's not a likable guy. You, you know what I mean? And uh, uh, I, I, I'm not a punk guy. I respect what he's done. I think, I think with, uh, for being an undersized guy, he's done extremely well for himself. But I don't put him in the top 15, top 20 of all time. Not even right. close.
0: Right. And 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 your, your Chris Mawad comment makes a lot of sense. I've never heard anybody um, that, you yeah, know, a fan or what you call Mark or even people that's in the business that we talk to, I've never heard anybody make that theory of if Chris Mawad didn't kill himself. Yeah. Right. And with that being said, I'm gonna ask you another question. Something that me and the Game Boy talked about in the machine. And after this, we'll bring in Chimbley, um to your correspondent. Is um, thank you. This, this is my personal opinion. You look at Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, great talent. Does a lot of uh, business for WWE with the with the Latino demographic or whatnot. My personal mm-hmm. feeling is, at uh, Rey Mysterio wouldn't have been world champion if it wasn't for Eddie Guerrero dying or passing away.
6: Absolutely right. Absolutely.
0: A lot of people got mad at me for it. Granted, I love Ray Mysterio. We live Mm -hmm. in Baltimore. I was here when Ray debuted for WCW Great American Bash, and he was about, what, 103 pounds. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. you know, now he's the size he is. And I honestly believe that Ray would not to win world champion. He would not to have had the multiple title runs if it wasn't for A.D. dying the way he did. And a lot of people didn't like what I said, but that's my viewpoint. I wanted to see your quick viewpoint on that before we...
6: Oh, no, it's, it's true. I mean, and and then you combine that with the fact that he sells a lot of merchandise, yes. But, I mean, uh, you know, it, 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 it's unfortunate that because of depths in wrestling, certain guys get certain pushes. And and that's what happened with uh, Ray, who's extremely talented, and then, you know, Punk. And, uh, you know, right place at the right time. I mean, the same thing happened with Bret Hart. When the steroid era hit, they went with smaller guys, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. They may not have been the best, the most charismatic. They may not have sold out all the buildings, but they went with guys that would take the heat off of the company at the time.
1: So uh, let me ask you this, Dave. You think mm-hmm. if, if Chris Benoit never did what he'd done, do you think CM Punk would actually ever had a chance to make it to the top in WWE? And
6: I don't think he would have been world champion. I don't think you were the world champion.
1: I, do, I you know? disagree. I think I think only why, only reason I disagree is Paul Heyman because Paul Heyman fought to keep CM Punk's character intact throughout.
6: But Paul the, Heyman you know, was also fired. Let's not forget. True. And there was true. a while there was a there was a long run when Paul Heyman wasn't there. True, but so, you know he
1: he's still Paul Heyman, and people still. Respect and listen to his ideas.
6: But he well, was he, gone for three or four years, and, and 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 Hunter and Stephanie, they they couldn't stand him. The reason why Paul Heyman's back now is because of Brock Lesnar. They need someone to talk for Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar can't talk. Yeah,
1: yeah, we, we know that. <laughs> and they're a package deal. I mean, Brock loves
6: <laughs> Paul Heyman, and that's why he's back. Yeah, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, for me, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of of the larger than life characters. I mean, I, uh, you know, John Cena's the man because he looks like it. He, you know, he looks like the guy. He walks into a crowded bar, I'll step aside for John Cena. CM Punk walks in the crowded bar, he's gonna step aside for me because I'm not, you know, threatened or intimidated by him.
1: Is that the same way you feel like uh, Daniel Bryan? The,
3: the, the,
6: the, Absolutely. The Daniel Bryan Absolutely. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, da- Daniel I Bryan is, ex- is is extremely <laughs> talented, but I see Daniel Bryan walk into a crowded bar and there's only one seat at the bar. I'm not going to say, oh yeah, here man, go ahead. Now Ryback does. I'll let Ryback take whatever he wants because I'm not going to want to get <laughs> in, into a fight with him.
0: Let's, let, let's, just hope you
6: know? he don't, let's just hope he'll throw you to a table, David, you know, and try to break your Yeah. It's, 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 <laughs> hey, you know what, you know what man? <laughs> Listen, that is bullshit. You know why? Yeah, that, yeah so, I'm about to so, say that. That, that okay, part, right. yeah, okay. that
0: part would sound a little
1: distracting. Okay, distraught. some things <laughs> right.
6: you can't control. Do you honestly think Vader intentionally tore Mick Foley's ears off? Nah, he
0: didn't. No. Yeah.
1: Not at yeah, all.
6: I understand. I understand. You know? Sometimes, you know, sometimes things just don't break that way. I mean, if, it, if they were in a real fight going through a table, you're going to get hurt. Even even if you gimmick the table up so it's going to break right down the middle, sometimes it doesn't always go that way. You know, so I mean, listen, they've all said before it's not ballet. You, you're going to get hurt. Going through a table, there's a chance it's going to happen, especially one of the announce tables. 'Cause you know, if if you watch the podcast last night, Vince missed when he went off and he hit the side of his back. You can't mm-hmm. you know. So come on.
0: Right. Um <laughs> <laughs> real quick, we're gonna bring in Shin, uh, for the last fifteen minutes. We wanna ask you was a live in Survivor series. Of course, um you know, mm-hmm. I got to see the video you being almost up front, uh, uh video um well, I'm sorry, being live up front, being able uh you showed us your view of good save, good save. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> So, <laughs> you got to see David <laughs> Hill's uh, POV, David Hill's point of view of uh, Sting debuting the Survivor Series. Um, real quick, what's your thoughts of Sting debuting? What was the live uh, reaction? Um, was any any different from you know what? what you
6: saw the, c- the crowd was definitely into it. I mean, it was, for me, it was a cool experience because I know who Sting is. I don't know if the kids that were, Seven to 12 years old had any idea who he was you know except for oh i think we just downloaded him on the new video game you know what i mean so there was no real introduction as to who sting was unless you've been a fan for the last 20 years you know who sting is uh but you know you know for me it was cool i, I wish they would have done more um sting showed his age there's no doubt uh, when he came down to the ring, I wish he would have had the baseball bat with him. But you know, now that the company's PG, he's not gonna have a baseball bat. Uh, you know, it just—it uh, it, it, was—it was—it was cool to see Sting finally make an appearance. I also believe that, you know, because of course everyone online was talking about Sting gonna be at the Survivor Series. Kind of funny, it leaked out the day before on Friday that he's gonna be there. Knowing it's the last three days of the free month of the free, you know, network. <laughs> so now you gotta download it and sign up and give them your credit card information, and then it rolls over. So, freaking brilliant part on, you know, Hunter and 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 Vince to try to you know get more downloads.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, Bichonblay brother, I know you've been waiting. You can come on in and um go ahead and uh do what you need to do, asking questions.
4: Well, how you doing, Dave?
6: Uh, I'm good, man. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing fine. It was cool talking to you for a couple of weeks ago. Um, this, you know, uh, this CM Punk thing. I was with you when you were saying that how you didn't really believe into it. But when somebody, when you hear the passion in people's voices, you can't help but but to believe in it because there are some things on a job where you I can say for uh, if you get burnt out, some people just get turned off and just walk, you know. But a lot of us, when we do, we we still we still do our job because we got bills to pay. But when you when you're comfortable, you save up and you know where you can go and how much you work. Sometimes people just they just say, you know what, screw it, I, I'm out. I can't do this anymore. But the one point that actually drove me to actually believe him right then and there was a spot about uh the bump in his back and mm-hmm. also before i go even further kane has the same thing too from what i've seen in the pictures uh, a couple of people brought that up to me but when he had the bump on his back and doctors wouldn't do anything for it and you know it turned out to be a staph infection i just let go i said I, you know what if i was in the position i walk too you know what i mean when you almost die for something that you love and people won't do anything won't do anything about it it mm-hmm. it uh it pretty much it, it, it pretty much uh, just you know I'm, I'm, I'm lost for words right now for
6: well okay at the same time you go to work you go to your you know your day job whatever else it is you take a bump in the parking lot all right and you get a bump on your back why would you wait two months to go see somebody if you're not happy with the answers you're getting? Excuse me. If your work doctor says, "Oh no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. It's just a fatty tumor. You'll be okay," and if it still bothers you and you're still uncomfortable, why wouldn't you go and get a second opinion?
4: Well, me personally, I would. If it's like a, uh, you know, even if they say it's a fatty most cold,
6: people would, most people would do that. Now, what, you know, yeah. what, what some of us are seeming to forget is the job of a professional wrestler is to work the audience to believing something that isn't there, right? Right. Maybe Punk is just working everybody. You know what I mean? I mean, he's not happy with the way things ended. And you know what? I, there's no doubt in my mind that somebody in the WWE office says, hey, Punk's getting married tomorrow. Let's FedEx him his papers, as a a rip. There's no doubt in my mind that that happened. I am convinced that it wasn't an accident. You know what I mean? Um, And he's bitter about it. And, you know, he wants the sympathy of the audience because, you know, he wants to keep hearing his name being chanted and say, see, they need me. And let's face it, they don't need him. It's been 11 months since he's been on TV, and they haven't missed a beat without him. Everyone is replaceable in that company right now with the exception of John Cena. If they lose John Cena, they're going to be hurting because there's nobody in that locker room that can step up and take his place. Right. Other guys have taken CM Punk's place. Seth Rollins, in my opinion, has taken Punk's place. Right.
0: Okay. Real real quick, we have a couple more callers. Um, I'm going to bring them in real quick, David, if that's Okay. Um,
3: sure Are
0: right, you cool Four one zero eight four one. Welcome to Under the Man Radio With uh, I apologize The drops um, With that No going David um, Continue your thoughts <laughs> Are you there? Yeah yeah Yeah, yeah David you yeah. Go ahead Yeah Yeah we can
6: continue your thought.
0: Yeah Any errors? Okay are we, are we Well
1: there? Pretty much You know To, to step in I understand of getting a second opinion, but to play devil's advocate, I'm mm-hmm. thinking that the reason why CM Punk didn't do it, because he probably didn't have time. You know, the, the day that he grew the schedule, you know what I mean? And by the fact that he was he was getting antibiotics for it, he just wasn't getting the right antibiotics for it. So, he, you know, he said that. That's why he, he shitted on his pants and on that smackdown. You feel what I'm saying?
3: So mm-hmm. he was getting mm-hmm. something
1: for it. He wasn't getting the right ones for it. He said that. You know, I, did, I the doctor, the, the doctor wasn't giving me the right antibiotics. You know what I mean? It's just like if you get a snake bite. If you don't have the mm-hmm. right antibiotics for the, the actual snake that... You're going to
6: die. You're going to die. You're going to die.
1: So you need the right antibiotics. So I'm, we're not mm-hmm. saying that he didn't get any medicine. He did get medicine. He stated that he got medicine. What we're saying Let is, me is tell that you the something. doctors didn't give him the right one.
6: I know guys that have had staph infections, okay? And they have told me it is the most painful thing they've ever been through. And if it was on his back, every back bump he took, he must have been in pain. I'll be damned if he was going to wait two months to get that looked at. And you always have time for yourself. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just... If someone has staph infection for two months... Their entire body is going to be contaminated, you know, so I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm sure he believes it to be true. I don't know i didn't I was with his doctors. Maybe it all is true. It just doesn't make sense to me how someone can go two months with staph infection, MRSA in their body, and not be extremely sick. It doesn't make sense yeah. I
0: don't so. know what you- Well, I mean, uh, we
6: are going to agree to disagree on CM Punk. You know, on this entire show, it's it's just because you know, (laughs) I'm 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 not not a CM Punk guy. I mean, uh, you know, personally, professionally, you know, know, yeah, and and I said it, you know, and it's just, yeah, it is what it is. But I will say this: I mean, I, I I did hear someone say that Vince McMahon had writers for his interview with Austin. No way. There's no way knowing Steve Austin the way I do he's not going to let the, you know the chairman uh think about his questions before he asks them. And you could tell throughout the interview that there were times Vince was stunned and Austin had to get him back on track. Right. Well, also wrestling, uh wrestling sports entertainment
1: comment though. That was that was Well, like, also
4: oh, th- know, th- There's um uh, You know, I believe, David, when he says about the non-scriptive Vince McMahon, because honestly, he had one delusional comment, uh, not to get off the CM Punk story, he had one delusional comment about Cesaro, if you don't remember that, where... uh, Oh, it's not delusional,
6: it's the truth. Mm -hmm. Cesaro is missing that it factor for Vince McMahon. Well, for him, but not for the audience. You can't market nobody like Cesaro looking like that.
0: (laughs) Am I right, David? You can't can't market nobody on the front cover of WWE games looking like Cesaro. I mean, not to be funny. You agree with me, David? Mm
6: -hmm. No, he needs to be a character. There needs to be something more. I mean, keep in mind, Vince McMahon has made stars out of people that never should have been stars. He He still knows how to do it. He's just been in a funk because the talent he has today, like he said, nobody wants to grab that brass ring. And it's the truth. Some of the guys just don't have the balls to do it because they're afraid of getting in the proverbial doghouse. And that just, you know, and, and, and the guys do walk backstage on eggshells, and they're afraid, to, you know, to do certain things. Cesaro is probably one of the most talented guys. He was my pick to replace CM Punk this year. He just hasn't done it, you well, know. And yeah. for Austin, and 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 for Austin to ask that question, and for Vince to answer it honestly, I. I you know, Cesaro may not have liked the answer, but he's got to respect the fact that hey, okay, now I know what they're looking for.
4: Hmm. Well, also, uh, you just said that Vince made stars that shouldn't be stars. Now, I don't want to put mm-hmm. I don't want to put anybody on the spot here. I'm gonna ask all three of you what person that what person that Vince McMahon should not have made a star. I think in, in my in my personal opinion. I think, uh, at the very least, Diesel. I think he was pushed too far up to the moon, even though he was the lowest-rated world champion. I think in so long. But what wh- would you say that Diesel was?
6: that's is my boy. Me. You know, Nash and I are that's tight. And, and and here's the thing, man. How can he's a seven-foot giant, and that's <laughs> what Vince loves, right? Okay, well, he made, well, he, I I made did, did, Kali, a, he made great. He He made a star. He made the great Kali a world champion. Okay.
0: Even La, even even
6: Exactly. That's what Vince likes. For me, right, right, right there. Great Kali was made into a star only because of his size, and he was feared. And then, you can go the opposite direction, and then he made the Miz a star. Come on, Ooh. that is so not believable. That's black. Tech hates the Miz. He you hates know. The Miz. <laughs> no, I don't hate him. I mean, you know what? God bless him for for, for headlining a WrestleMania. He did something CM happen. Punk couldn't do. He did something that... CM Punk couldn't do. And I bet you that's what is pissing off CM Punk, is that the Miz headlined a WrestleMania and he couldn't do it. Wait,
4: wait a minute. Miz was on WrestleMania, but... Biz didn't even yeah. highlight
6: WrestleMania as much as he did. He, he he headlined and oh, made event at yeah. WrestleMania in Atlanta. I was there. well. I'm gonna
4: go with I'm gonna go with Tech on this one. He he was there, but he didn't highlight it like what Tech would say. Bro, he was the main event. He, he closed the event. show.
0: He, he was the main event. I, I just don't like the Miz. I mean, nothing against him. I just I just never was a Miz guy. As David said, like he's saying, punk guy. He's been I like his shirt for months. Yeah, I like his shirts. <laughs> I like. It. Hey, I
1: give him his props. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a, a Miz fan. I'm not, I know it was a big Miz fan. I like his shirts though. Like, the shirts. <laughs> not only did the
6: Miz, not only did the Miz main event WrestleMania, he beat John Cena.
0: Exactly, yeah. which isn't rarely done at WrestleMania. It's just my beef with the Miz is that WWE just and like you said. I'm not a big Miz fan. He made event WrestleMania. He was WWE champ for a while. It seems like everybody forgot that quick. That he mm-hmm. was a WWE champ, and even WWE forgot they they pushed him hill. WWE forgot he was gonna be on that Christmas Curl movie, and they had to put him back as man's face. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, David, I'm not a big Miz guy. I don't hate the Miz like you said. You know, I saying Punk guy. I'm not big of a mm-hmm. Miz guy, but I do give him credit too for, um, you know, uh, achieving his dream. Um, definitely, right. okay, David. Um, thank you for being on the show. We have to get you, brother, for more brother bros. Absolutely, man.
6: I gotta watch the Flash because it's uh, Flash and Arrow are combining tonight and tomorrow night. So you yeah, like that, that show? In a few minutes here, uh, I, I love Arrow more than Flash. Flash is uh, more for the kids. Arrow is for me. So
4: I can't. I can't get yeah. into Flash. I, I can nah. do Gotham, but I can't into Flash.
6: <laughs> yeah it's because it's because we're too old for flash that's what it is but flash does have some pretty ladies on the show i will say that so oh yeah that she's hot yeah, I, yeah Right. yeah i yeah i will not complain yeah. so but yeah man let's uh get back on after the first of the year i'll be uh going to philadelphia for the rumble so uh we can definitely talk about that too
4: yeah, i will see you there
6: we'll
0: do that and, and things, things will go right we'll definitely hook up um I know we we had a business agreement. Things come up. We can actually be able to see you in the next few weeks. I know next year we'll be able to work something up. We'll be able to do some we'll stuff. We'll make together. it work, man.
6: All we got is yeah. time, right? Take take all, your all
0: right, fellas. Big Take care, man. Take care.
6: Thanks. It's you guys, right. too. Be good.
0: Bye-bye. All right. Bye. You too? Bye. Everybody, that was co-host uh, for Russell Report, mm-hmm. David Hero, and also founder of Blizzard Brawl. Um, blade uh thank you much for providing, that, um, providing no problem, it. Um, um uh Shamblade, real quick, your your quick overall of David Hero's start on CM Punk and everything he talked about.
4: Well, first of all, uh David Hero, don't sick nash on me. I know I'm gonna get jackknife when I see him. Uh just like what Greg valentine said about the figure four. Um Dave, he's a cool guy. Still watch the show on YouTube. Um You know, from a booker and somebody being in the business, so I have nothing dis. Well, I have nothing like disrespectful, but you know, I I would love to take him on in a debate and have him school me. You know.
0: Okay. With 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 that being said, everybody, we're bringing in right now the man, his man of the hour, bringing on the former former star of Mad TV and nationally known and great comedian himself, Eric Spears. Welcome, brother, to the Mad Radio.
7: Yo, what's good? What's good family? alright
0: <laughs> hey, alright Y'all man. caught me how y'all caught much? me y'all caught
7: me right in the middle of this this good weed high on playing this Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the PS4 or the
1: Xbox One? That's the
7: PS four. I just got done smacking this white bitch in the face.
3: <laughs> what's good, probably- man?
1: It's a pleasure having you on our show, man. Thank you for taking the time out and uh really coming on. Um I got to ask you a question, man. God damn it, why in the world are you so fucking funny? Like,
3: right. You
1: you you, you your impersonations are damn it, godly. I I watched your stand up a few months ago with my girls and I'm and I'm watching I I know you, your impersonations has always been great, but it's like, man, you up the bar, and every time I see you in your stand-ups, you up the bar, you up the bar. What what motivates you to keep wanting to do calmly after being in the game for so, so many years? You know what I mean? What, where is that motivation coming from?
7: You know what? I, I just feel like, you know, as much as people might hit me with all them compliments and, you know, I, believe me when I say I love it, you know, it's all love, but I really feel like I'm not where I really should be. Uh, based on, uh, you know, how long I've been doing it. And then, you know what I'm saying, when you look at my body of work, I just feel like, you know, I'm not really there yet. So, you know, I got to show Hollywood that Kevin Hardy's is the only sort funny of nigga in the game.
3: Because
7: he, he, he's, 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 he's the go-to Negro. And I mean that out of love. Yeah, yeah, no, no disrespect, no disrespect. We
1: understand. Yeah, no disrespect at all.
0: Definitely. Um, um, we you, thank you for coming on, man. I'm um, gonna give you mad props. being a funny guy, you know, working hard. Real quick, give us a, a quick overview of the beginnings of your career. I know a lot of people uh, know you from Mad TV and your impersonations, and everything you've done. But um, give us an overview of um, how you started in the game of comedy.
7: I mean, you know, man, I, I just I, you know, I started when I was 14. So you know, out of New York and New Jersey, you know, Eddie Murphy being my biggest inspiration, watching him in the 80s. On Saturday Night Live, you know, I I read his autobiography and I know he started at 14 and you know watching Prior as my father's era and you know long story short man I just knew I wanted to be wanted to do stand up because uh, you know I started doing impressions when I was you know a little kid seven eight years old and it just kept going and going and going and uh, you know just 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 wanted to get out there man and kind of you know pick up that mantle uh, you know and like I said man I I've been doing it. 26 years now, but I still feel like I'm not where I should be, you know what I mean? I, you know, I moved out to California after I did Depth Jam when I was 16, you know, did Showtime at the Apollo when I was 17, and went out to California for five years, got stuck in development deals, making all this money, but hadn't done nothing, and then, you know, didn't get no mad TV, which, in comparison to Saturday Night Live, it's like, let's be honest, Take like the difference between playing in the NFL and, and you know, the other league. CFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Playing oh, the Canadian. Oh, football, my God. <laughs> um, speaking so, of the know. NFL, Aries, um, are you a fan? Uh, do you do you like pro football? And if you do, uh, what's your team? <laughs> you
7: don't know, I was so good. And growing up, I was really showing into sports until later in life. And then so I knew very little about the game. And I got tired of getting my ass scraped on Madden. You know, I'm breaking controllers and stuff. So I stick to what I know. I, you know, I'm I'm a basketball head and a and a and a, and a um, but honest with you Honestly, once Jordan retired, I, I handled it. You so, know, Don King, man, I roll with the winners.
3: Right.
7: <laughs> you sound I mean, like whoever wins this shit, who went this shit in the NBA, this was my squad because they won it last year and the Heat before that. I'm in Cleveland now. All
0: right. Um, what's well, we, yeah, your, your thoughts on? What's uh, your thoughts on Kobe and uh, LeBron? Who who do you feel is better?
7: I think, think Kobe is better s,hot. Overall, on is is the athlete. I just wish I don't think Mike had. I They try to compare anybody to Mike. Kobe or LeBron is like Mike. Kobe the closest one. Okay. All right. I'm oh. bringing a uh,
3: now
4: uh Shane Blade, come on in hey how's it going aries uh we met at the Com- baltimore comedy club uh, a couple months ago man you were killing everybody especially uh the joke that you said which made me laugh when I, 'cause because i had it when i was a kid was the sylvester stallone on rocky three when he was breaking down and crying on uh when mick was dying <laughs> yeah. and, and i just thought you were so wrong for pulling that joke up but i was laughing my ass on that uh on that part but i have i will be saying is that i have been following your twitter and your youtube page and i posted on our uh on our uh facebook page um i saw a shot that you were about to do a bill cosby sketch and i wanted to know if you can give us listeners a little bit of Bill Cosby impersonations of of his rape allegations right now.
7: Well, you know what, man, I I, I want to be I don't want to way really, but you know basically what I did was uh I was scheduled probably by early next week, by Monday Tuesday, and it's just basically Cosby doing the intro to the Cosby Show the way we've all seen it, where he was dancing. So I just me and three chicks dancing, and long story short. I, I I you know, I pill their drinks up and then when they faint, you know, I kind of don't do a spin.
3: <laughs>
0: well with, with that being said, Aries, um, if you can uh if you can give us an impersonation is of how would Bill Cosby how would a conversation go between Bill Cosby and Jay Z? <laughs> thing
7: is, I always be living about doing impress performance because quiet, like mm-hmm. do, uh, I don't want okay. I am this, <laughs> Um and
3: Hey, And
7: plus uh, the they're on Uh,
4: excuse me, Aries. Hello?
1: Uh-oh, I think we losing them. You oh, know, my goodness. Is this, this is not the Illuminati, is it? No, it's not no, Illuminati. I mean, keep them down to the black, man. <laughs> <laughs> we,
0: we are all right. If you can't, you breaking in and out, no, brother. Um, If you can't, uh, can you hear us fine? Get up. Yo, yo. They're okay. Yeah. I,
7: think, I, think okay. You back. I can hear y'all. Can you hear me? Yeah,
0: yeah we're a lot better now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go, go, go. Um, if you can't, urge, will repeat, repeat your last thought. You was going in and out. We couldn't really hear you. You
7: know saying about the impressions, man? I'm like, So that's something to put this in the studio. I mean, y'all do it. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, and, and you know, an
1: NFC Game Boy. We'll turn it over to you. Well, Aries, uh, I, I just want to—I just want to ask this, um, and this is a real question. A, a lot of uh, black comedians um, have gotten into voiceover work, and with you and your impressions and stuff, um, is there any type of of voiceover contracts that might have came your way? That maybe you didn't get a chance to get to,
3: um,
1: maybe your agent messed up so I know that's that's happened before, or maybe one that you passed up and come to find out you know the movie was a success or anything. Ah, I, I could
7: can, say You look at the for the the top things I've, I've done a cartoon. And, you know,
4: I'm, I'm sorry, Ares, you're going in and out.
1: Yeah, um. Yo. Okay.
7: Yes,
4: right there. Right there. It's probably because yeah, yeah. the
1: weather. Oh. The weather is probably infecting the lines and stuff. Yeah. We're, we're sorry, oh. folks. Bear with us.
3: Nope.
4: <laughs> All right. Uh, he's still on the line.
1: Okay, he's still on Um Yeah. I, uh, yeah,
4: he's
0: still on. Um, we he might need him to, to
1: hang up and call back just to give yeah, a, or, or a, or a or brand he, new line. Yeah,
0: um, he yeah. back. Yeah, he yeah. can a call right back.
1: Yeah, or we can call him back.
0: Get a brand or new did, line. Um, Folks,
1: we we apologize. We're dealing with technical difficulties because of the weather. You know what I mean, you know how it is when you got the weather involved rain, sleet of snow, something got to go. So, <laughs> um, Nice rhyme. Thank you. Thank you. Um,
4: um, I, you know, I'm saying the same thing like you earlier, GB. Uh, I I think it's like, you know, holding a brother down. Something going on in the lines.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean,
1: you know, especially when he want to express himself and everything.
0: Okay, um, you just back on live. Hurry, hurry, okay. All Yo. right, all right, Okay.
1: Yo. oh. There we go. There we hear you personally. Oh.
0: Yeah, we hear you. We um, hear you now, man.
1: The question I was asking you was about voiceover work real quick, um, just to give you an input. If there's any voiceover work you wanted to do or any that you passed up or might didn't get a chance to get to or whatever, what if you so great with your impressions and stuff?
7: And some of the work, you know, how you know, family covering on there i see Darren Jamal at one point uh, on Saturday morning cartoon with Jimmy Fox, and, uh, and, and some, like, Tone Lope and then, uh, Black Dynamite, uh, the dot. So I've done a little bit of stuff, but my stuff has been on TV. Mm, okay. Well, have
1: you, have you thought about probably talking with, like, Disney or, or DreamWorks
3: or <laughs> any other
1: companies that, no, I'm dead serious, I mean you You are one of the premier guys I know when it comes to impersonations and impressions and you know altering your voice and speaking and others and you know that's is is a great feel and i mean it's it's very hard to do because you gotta keep up with your voice and everything and plus by you being a comedian, that's just like being a singer you know your voice is your go to your your money getter so if something happens to your voice, what can you do but um is there any of those maybe down the road that you might want to, you know, talk to or or you know, anything that you might have looked into?
7: I mean you know, you know, this is where you gotta so you to have a lot of in control. So it's almost like at twenty two. You know, yeah, you wanna do all of those things but to be at a certain level to be able to do it, you can't put it to you at a certain snap. I mean so I'm a project be small as it may be. One small until you let name recognition.
3: Oh, okay.
4: All right. Uh, um I I have a question. Um recently before you came to Baltimore, you did an interview with ESPN and uh I I think you were saying that they were unfavorable of you because you made a Michael Sam joke, even though, uh, I think personally they didn't get it. I thought it was funny and it was in good taste, you know, because of where he is right now.
7: It's just, Mm -hmm. yes, it's operated by Disney. So you, you gotta be squeaky clean on everything you do.
4: Yes. And, uh, personally, can you give us, can you give us, uh, I, I guess uh, deeply, or if you don't want to talk about it, what happened after you made that joke and after the lights went off for that interview?
7: I'm
4: sorry, you're breaking up right now.
7: Those
3: got make way through.
4: Okay. Uh, you're you're still going in and out. Though. It must be the uh, it must be reception over there or over here.
3: Oh, oh, okay.
1: uh, only on a black show where the black stuff happens. <laughs> Don't yeah. pay the bill. We didn't pay the bill, folks. It's messing up.
4: <laughs> oh well, uh, imagine if we asked him about Ferguson.
1: Yeah. We can barely hear you. I'm pretty sure you're on your cell phone talking. That's probably a big reason why this is is, is, is happening. I'm, is it raining where you at, Aries? Yeah. yeah, and that's 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 what's going on. We we got rain reception. So it's it's gonna be knocking your voice back and forth, ping pong and everything. And unfortunately <laughs> we have the type of show where if that happens then, you know, it start to go down. But fans, bear with us we we going to keep them on as long as we can to try to cipher through this and everything. No. <laughs> God damn it. we we, we going to make it. <laughs> um, and to, to, to and elaborate, a lot of
4: people have been waiting for him.
1: Yes, and so, and so have I. And, um, yes. Uh, Aries, uh, I know he wanted hey, to hey.
3: ask
0: you about. Oh, you're back. Cool. Yeah, I'm back. All right, all right, can you here you fine? Uh, No, his car didn't drop in so far as we do. I apologize much. He will give us a call back. We'll bring him back in. We do know how, how when it rains, it do affect um, the signal for cell phones. We just waiting for him to call back. So we, we do definitely apologize for
3: this because we know
0: a lot. Breaking,
4: of... uh <laughs> Breaking uh text from Ares, he says he got like one bar on his uh phone so I think that's part of the reason too. Yeah.
0: No, definitely. Oh okay. Just let, yeah, just let him know you know if he can to call back. Uh, while we wait, um, and I'll let you know when you call in. Uh when you think of Aries Spears, um, NFC Game Boy, uh, what's the first thing that uh, comes to your mind?
1: Well, a few things come in my mind, but the the, the first thing comes in my mind always is the stand up I recently seen him in that he did. Um I think it was on Showtime. Oh, even Showtime on Cinemax. Um it's a very good stand up. Uh he did a lot of impersonations and uh, one of the impersonations he did was when he uh described about talking like a a, a gladiator warrior and um he he was speaking like in the old English terms how uh he was saying how he speak to his girlfriend or his then wife in in the manner of how they speak in like the old English times like in uh Shakespeareish era. Uh, I, I just thought that for him to do that bit and me actually been on stage and and try to do comedy, I can like wow, like <laughs> like that's just that 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 segment really blew me away. How about y'all?
4: Are you talking about the uh, Look Hollywood I'm Smiling one or the one where he was on the Shack uh, comedy special?
1: No, it's it's one where he's by himself, so it it might be the the Look Hollywood. Um, I can't remember the name of it. I used to have a DVR, and um, I got X1 in my house now, so all my old DVR stuff is gone. I got the new high-definition Comcast in my house now, so all that old stuff is gone, but I actually kept this, I kept his stand-up DVR just to watch it, because there's not too many real black comedians that really make me laugh. Like, some guys are, are funny, but there's a difference between funny and making you laugh. Some people are just comical, you know, they can they make you chuckle, or they do little silly stuff, but then you got guys who really make you laugh, and Aries is one of those guys who really can make me laugh, and that's why I'm, I'm a big fan of his work. You
4: know what I mean? Hmm.
0: Um, Shembley, your thoughts on um, what you think
3: of Aries
4: Spears? Well, to tell you the truth, guys, I have been waiting for, like, a long time for uh, him to get on the show, and I thought it would – and I thought it would have been great. But, unfortunately, our technical difficulties is, uh, are, are preventing him to give us a great interview. And I'm going to be honest with you, fans, it's really, really getting on my nerves. Um – you know, as far as Aries is concerned, a uh, very, very funny guy. I mean, I remember I watched him in 95 in the movie uh, The Pest, uh, starring John Leguizamo.
3: Yeah,
4: I and, yeah, I mean, huh?
0: Yeah, I remember that movie.
4: You said it was a bad movie?
0: No, I remember it. It, it was all right. Oh, okay. I remember watching
4: it. Yeah. And And like I said, you know, we all know him as far as in his impressions and everything, I mean, to me, he's like the black Frank uh, Caliendo, you know, because he could do, he could basically do it all. Mhm. Um, But other than that,
0: you know. Uh, see, um, my, my my first memory of Ernie Spears is, um, I didn't even know his name, ended up catching Mad TV, um, late One Night Random, and uh, he was doing Bill Cosby. It was like a uh, Bill Cosby reunion where uh, it was like a Bill Cosby at like a talk show or something like that. And I remember me and my mother started laughing at and cracking uh, up. That was my first introduction to Harry Beard. I didn't know his name or nothing. Um, and then I started seeing him on Mad TV. And then, of course, the stand ups he did. I didn't know he did any voices on Boondocks or uh, Black Dynamite until to today. But, um, like you said, you know, NFC Game Boy, some black comedians make you chuckle and others make you laugh. And, Ari Spears, one of those that really made me laugh. That was very, um, very talented, uh, definitely. Um, Neville, uh, uh, when you think of Mad TV with Ari Spears, and anything pop up, any skit that uh, comes to your to come to the comes to your mind?
1: Yeah, actually, yeah. I do want to one skit that really kind of mind. And he did one with um, I think the lady was named Deborah. Um, I Deborah
3: Wilson.
1: I mean. Yeah, Deborah Wilson they and they had a, a lot of great chemistry. I I wonder if it was any chemistry off stage. Cause they really had like <laughs> I, they really had like I don't know if y'all noticed it, maybe I thought it was just me, but I I thought that their chemistry was just a little too close and maybe I don't know if Aries would want to talk about that, but you know what I mean, <laughs> that might be a little too personal, but anyway, they did a skit when she was at a funeral. I always remember this because how black uh I, at the time, I'd never been to a black church, so I only see it on movies and TV. And um, Ari's character was dead and playing a husband, and she was in there crying. And she was telling, you know, why Jesus, why God, take me, take me. And then uh, next thing you know, Jesus appeared and was like, you know, okay, I'll take you. And, you know, Ari Spears' character comes out the coffin. And he's like, all right, you know, she's going to take. And now she's like, no, hold up, you know. <laughs> now she's trying hmm. to bargain with Jesus, like. <laughs> You know, like, you know, I was just saying that I really didn't want you to come and take me, you know, and it was just funny because it's all, you know, Aries is like, well, look, you know, you said it, you know, and, and I always remember that skit because I thought it was just so comical because it's, it's something that I always seen. And it was like, what if, you know, Jesus Real come now? That's why everybody say, I guess, Jesus take the wheel now. They don't man. say, you know, come because they like, if he do come, he, can, he don't come for me, he just come for the situation they never
3: want <laughs>
0: Christianity real, 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 is funny. Real, like, it's, it's real funny, quick, we got, right. we, we got, we got exclusive phone call while we wait for Ari Spears to come back. We're going to bring in our good old buddy, uh, former WWE, WCW, veteran in the business, Bobby Starr. Uh, welcome, buddy, to back to Under the Map Radio.
5: Wow. I got five bars. <laughs> hey, Bob. Hey, Bob. How
3: you
5: doing? on, you guys? Now, I, I was tuning in and I heard you guys were having problems with some reception. I was like, right, what the hell, let's call let's talk about CM Post. This is a pro wrestling <laughs> show, right? <laughs> yes, yes, it
3: is. I, I, li- I, I
5: listened to your other guests and I listened and I listened I'm going, Jesus Christ, did you ever work for that company? I did. <laughs> Vince is God, do you understand? Vince McMahon, Jesus Christ, they're like right next to each other, especially when you work in the pro wrestling business. He will do what he wants, when he wants, and how he wants. And guess what? Ain't not a goddamn person going to tell him different. If you listen to that Steve Austin interview, that is the closest you will ever get to Vince doing a shoot interview. And the reason they did that is the Combat Cult show with CM Punk. Now, mind you, remember there's a part two of that interview coming this week. And yeah, I thought it was actually I thought it would already be online, but it's. That was the CM Punk thing with Colt Cabana. Let me tell you, I met Colt for the first time when he came in to work for MCW, and we talked for a few minutes, and it was so funny because he knew who I was, and I had heard his name before, but I was totally clueless. But to meet the guy and talk to him, he was funny as hell. And the thing with CM Punk is, why should he give it to anybody else? That's his best friend. Right now, I would pull teeth to put Colt Cabana against CM Punk on an MCW show in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I think the, only anybody person, would. the only person that can pull that off is Colt Cabana, because other than that, CM Punk doesn't... The do do It's hard for people to understand. Can you imagine having a million dollars in the bank? Your house is paid for, your cars are paid for, you don't owe any bill collectors any money, and you get a million-plus dollars in the bank.
1: I and mean, yeah. your wife still works for the company for now right.
5: yeah and she's got an amazing ass too but that's beside the point <laughs> the, people let, let me tell you something dude this is the way I look at it props to CM Punk for one reason your former guest can talk all the shit you want this is pro wrestling wake up it's a work and everybody knows it now it's not like when I got in the business in you know, the late 80s where there, there used to be a, a word called kayfabe That's dead, okay? If Vince McMahon looks at you with the magic wand and points it at you, boom, you're whatever the hell he wants you to be. Heavyweight champion, intercontinental champion. I remember when a championship belt meant something, okay? I remember when Dusty Rhodes won the world title for the third time. That meant something. Now the championship belt is just a way of saying this is who I'm pushing. You know what I'm saying? It... it, 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 there's no earning it. Brock Lesnar, to me, and I've met his wife several occasions when she was with Donnie B. Bad. Hmm. I wonder, one to the next to the next. What does that make her? Oh, anyway, that's a different story.
0: Uh-oh, Uh-oh.
5: <clears throat> the, the whole point is, is, when I came around the business, Hulk was the champion or had won the title. And you saw him do interviews on television, but it was a rarity to see him wrestle. Why? Because he was busting his ass working the main event of every house show there was. Because back then, you earned your keep. You put asses in seats, and you made money. Okay? If he worked on TV every week, then, of course, why the hell would you pay to go buy a ticket? It's not like that anymore. The whole thing with Brock Lesnar, I'll never understand it, because you have a world champion that is sitting home doing nothing with his thumb up his ass, making millions. Okay? It's not just he's making a minimum. He's making millions to sit home. And sure, anybody would love to be in that predicament to, to, to be fortunate enough to, to have that kind of a deal, but do you really love the business? If you don't love it, leave it. You know what I mean? Let somebody else have that spot. And, and um, I, I don't know what the right word. I would say nourish it. That, that's kind of like a kid thing. The, the business is screwed up today because of the people that are in charge of the business are allowing it to be that way, okay? Stephanie and Hunter basically run the company now, but if Vince stands up and grabs a hold of that nutsack he's got, he's the boss. He owns it, okay? Whatever he says is gold. He, He could look at one of you guys and go, okay, you're the next color commentator, and you're going to be a star. Guess what? Within the next six weeks, you're going to be the hottest thing going, a la Jim Ross, Bobby Heenan, whoever you want to compare it to. It all depends on what Vince says, okay? And, yeah, sure, there's some decisions made without his okay nowadays for, for Stephanie and Hunter, and that's their business, you know. It's a family business. But the, the best thing, is, when I was listening to that Steve Austin interview, I was cracking up because, like Steve said, you know, sometimes the opening 15 minutes kind of sucks ass. It wastes time. You could have wrestling on the show. Imagine that. And the thing Vince kept referring to, they're an entertainment company, okay?
3: Mm-hmm.
5: They make mini-movies every Monday night. It's another movie, okay? And props to them. You know, when I worked there, it was a wrestling company. Totally different. You know, if you didn't live up to the expectations of the road agents, if you didn't live up to the expectations on television, you didn't have a job. You know, it wasn't one of these, let's kiss ass and see who gets the role of the dice this week to wrestle John Cena. And I've got nothing against Cena. I never liked the son of a bitch when he started. Or, and, but it's not mm. him. It's the character. See, that's where people get confused. I don't like his character. That whole white bread bullshit. You know, he is... The reason he is who he is is because he is the face of the company. You know, Vince isn't stupid. You pick the pretty son of a bitch in the company... That's willing to help and do as much as he can, which is who Cena is, and he's the he's the man. Everybody keeps saying Cena's going to go heel. Yeah, right after he stops selling T-shirts. Yeah. You know, it's not like the, it's not like the old days. You know, mm-hmm. but anyway, I'm off on one of my rants, like I always get off yeah, on. But
0: it is fine. What what's your um? Do, do do you agree with everything that CM Punk said about Vince about Hunter? about the dealings or is there something that you
5: heard him say that you really don't agree with? There was nothing that I heard that I didn't agree with. And that goes back, I, the last time I worked for the WWF. Oh, Jesus Christ, it's been so long ago. Um <laughs>
3: 97,
5: somewhere in there, it was during the Attitude Era. And it was like that back then. You don't understand. They don't, you're an independent contractor. They don't have to pay for anything. However, I was part of WCW when they got the first coach at the B, is what we called him, which was, he was a, a field doctor type person or whatever, who last time I heard Tasha, who was our coach, worked for, um, what's the basketball team in L.A., the Kings or something? The Lakers. The Lakers. Lakers, yeah. He, he got a job working out there when WCW folded, more power to him because he was an amazing guy. Now, here, here's the thing, though. You have to understand, If CM Punk is the top draw of the company, okay, that doctor is to do anything he can to get him to the next town. They don't want to refund tickets. They don't... Because, come on, if CM Punk no-shows a show and they offer refunds, there's a good chance a whole lot of them people that sell out are going to ask for their money back. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like... I believe everything he said. Like you know, like you, I, I didn't know who was speaking, but I, I was listening because it's hard with the computer thing. Especially once I called into the show, because then I got two different versions. I can hear you almost live in my ear, and then the replay on a computer. But you have to understand that's a promoter. That's what promoters do. You know what I mean? It's like, but the hard part is everything what Vince said on Stone Cold's thing on the the network was true too. Miscommunication. Okay, get rid of the goddamn Hollywood writers. Get rid of Hunter and Stephanie and everybody else. If Vince McMahon is the one writing the check for the two or three, four million dollars a year to Punk, then those two need to sit on the other side, each other, across from each other at a table and argue it out and decide: Is Punk leaving? Is he staying? Is uh, are you willing to do this? This is what the money. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm.
3: Right, right, right,
5: and.
0: You know, for Punk to say he's never coming back, for me, at like least said, I'm not, I've am i never, you know, been a work in the business, but I know we know people. I don't believe, and, you know, I've been told by people just like you, Bob, other people in the business that work for WWE, is you never say never. They always come back. You know, Brat came back, Warrior, San Martino. So how do you feel with Punk saying he's never coming back, he's tired, you know, do you, do, you, do you agree with that
5: at all? I think right now, as of today, December what is it, 2nd, he's not coming back. However, here's the difference, okay? And the only person out of that whole list of names that you just said, there's two people that really shocked the shit out of me that they came back. Number one was Bret Hart. I've known Brett for a very long time and we've always been good acquaintances. I, I can't say we're best friends, we're not because I'm not, it's not like that. We see each other on the road, stuff like that. We've always been friends with each other and always spoke, stuff like that, just like when he was just came through here not long ago. And then Bruno San Martino. San Martino's stuff went way back from when I first started watching wrestling. Him and Vince Jr. did not that this wasn't a good relationship. And the only reason he came back was because of Hunter. Hunter set that whole deal up and I would Guess made Bruno yet again another small fortune, but yep they're seeing something. Punk isn't like these guys. It's not about that with him. He's got the money now. Before he didn't have the money. Now he's got the money, and it's all about I, I want to say respect, sort of. You know, and it's like if the Miz can headline WrestleMania, and I don't know Miz. You know, I don't know him personally. It, it, he came well after I did. But he earned his spot. You know, he grew the, When he first came there, his body looked like shit. He looks phenomenal now. He's funny as shit. He does anything they ask him to do. And he must have one of the better writer, writers up there. You know, because they always find something for him to do. It's always entertaining. The stuff they're doing with Mizdow, right now the big rub is on this Mizdow guy because he wasn't shit until he got with Punk. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, but the whole CM Punk thing, there's a chance you're going to see him, but understand how that works. When the ball, when the worm turns and Punk wants to come back, then it's when man going, oh, so wait a minute, you fucked me over, you want to come work for me again. Let's see how we're going to make you look like a fool. You know what I mean? And I don't see Punk wanting to do that. I really don't. You know, if he I, I don't know to put him on mania would cost them a fortune and it would cost him the main event spot because he's done everything else that's what he wants you know and if you don't give it to him he doesn't have to come back you know why because with a million dollars in the bank with all your shit paid for you can live the rest of your life on that you know plus your old lady who's making great money i'm sure you know she's one of the best girl workers out there of this time you know so it's like you know and i remember when she first came out that's the one I I hope immediately to watching yeah, because totally she's natural. There's nothing fake about her. She's a young kid from Jersey that was in the poorhouse that lived the American dream. You know, she was good at what she did. People picked up on it, and boom, you're a superstar. You know, and it, it that doesn't happen too often. I mean, the punk thing. It's funny because he leaves the company and in the network nonstop. Please punk shit on the network. And I sat down one night, and I watched the story of CM Punk. And it's really interesting to watch how just a local indie guy that busts his ass, drives thousands and thousands of miles, wrestling the same guy every night, which a lot of us have done, because you find one guy that that you mesh with well, and try to take that match all over the place. And he lived the American dream in this business. You know, but the problem is, and you guys hit the nail on the head, what is this business now? There's only really one company. The Jeff Jarrett thing, if it, if, if it all comes off well, could really be a boost in the ass for this business. You know, where you're going to bring... And have you guys heard or reported on... I have read something, Yeah, I think it was yesterday, about the Jap, one of the Japanese companies is going to start a network similar to the WWE Network. Yeah, yeah I think it's New yeah. Japan. Yeah, I did read
1: that. Yeah, there. I think it's New Japan. And, and, and to give credit to um, Jeff Jarrett company, Jeff Jarrett signed Jim Ross. Yep. which yeah, I have a power
5: move right there. Like, yeah, well, yeah. I loved how Stone Cold stuck it in Vince's ass over and over again about Jim Ross. <laughs> See, there's only two guys that I know of that can do that, and that's CM Punk and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Because they don't give a shit. You piss me off, I don't need this. I do it because I love it. Punk doesn't love it yeah. anymore. Stone Cold, yeah. when I met Stone Cold, it was so funny because I've heard all the stories of how they were eating potatoes and they were broke and they, they came in from Global. I was there when that happened. I was there through the whole Pillman-Austin thing. It was amazing at WCW. They didn't handle it right, but it was amazing. And to watch him become what he, what he is today, they don't need wrestling anymore. You know what I mean? That, that's, where the, that's the difference between that group of guys... And guys like me, they have. I would love to wrestle for a wrestling company, and people go, "Oh, you'd work for the WWE in a heartbeat." No, I wouldn't. I have no aspirations whatsoever to work for a fuck. Well, excuse me, for a film company. You say whatever you, know, you want I to get. Got, <laughs> I got into yeah, but I still try to keep a little bit politically correct because the WWE is an amazing company, and I'll talk shit on the internet like everybody else because I get tired of seeing the same bullshit. However. To work there is an honor, but I want to work for a wrestling company. I came into the business watching the NWA, you know, and it was all about respect. It was about guys going out there and performing every night, night after night after night. And that shit wasn't easy back then because it ain't like now. Now, you, you know, somebody jams their finger, they get six weeks off. Back then, mm. you can break, break through your fingers, take them some bitches up because you better be at the show tomorrow night. You know, and it, it, that's what I love about the wrestling business. And it's like, like, the local independence in here is so funny in Maryland because,
7: you know, if you work
5: for me, you can't work for them. I'm an independent contractor. I work any goddamn place I please. You know, as <laughs> soon as you have enough money to sign me to a piece of paper, let me know. You know, other than that, it's like I have friends that work for every company in the state of Maryland, you know, and it's kind of like I just laugh because it's like, okay. This one doesn't use me, but this one will, but yeah. that one's pissed off because they would like to. I don't care, yeah. man. Yeah, we, I'm, 42, we said I'm, yeah. I'm 42 years old. I've been there and done that. Most of the owners, with the exception of MCW, because MCW, the owner, doesn't wrestle anymore, most of the owners of these companies in Maryland all wrestle. I've already been there and done that. I've been in the ring with the best of the best. Okay, how many of these guys locally... Can say they wrestled Ricky Steamboat for 22 minutes on television in a, in a match that they didn't book on their show. You know, I had people that, like, when I went to TV, my name was typed in the sheet. The rest of the guy, it was blank spots. They just filled in names. Why? Because they knew I could do it. You know, and to me, that was all the, the, all the, the pat on the back I needed because I loved to do what I did. Now, should I have had a part-time gig at home? Probably. You know what I mean? I would have done a lot better after it was over. But I had a blast, and, like, I met guys like you, because if it wouldn't have been for TV, you wouldn't be talking to me. You know? If it wasn't for TV, I wouldn't have got the Jerry Springer gig. I wouldn't have been – I wouldn't have done so many different things that the business gave me, you know? And is the money gone? Hell, yeah. (laughs) But it was fun, you know? And I work my ass off now, and I make a pretty good living, you know, if you can get in that seventy grand range, that's a pretty good living. And I just, it, it amazes me to listen to these people talk shit about CM Punk when he's the only one that had the balls to get on the Internet. Not just an interview with, a, with some dude you know, writing shit down where they could say, oh, well, it was misconstrued. No, he got on the Internet. The only way that interview could have been better would, would have been if it, they took it to the next level like Vince did where it was video. You know, and that's what I wish Colt would have did if they would have did a video interview, a la like a uh, Rob Feinstein from RM Video type idea. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. the the Stone Cold setup looked great with them two sitting on the set because you can see Vince's expressions live. You can't change live. You know that. Yeah, he that's he didn't see what some would some coming
1: though. I, I will give him that. Yeah, he didn't, song didn't song see some, some questions. He, he's like, uh, you know, he and didn't you
0: know, see coming. And, and, and I give Stone Cold credit because. Um, I had, well, I had to watch it on my phone. Anybody have xbox Xbox um, know that they got hacked yesterday, so anything, you know, they can't really watch mm-hmm. anything about like Xbox. I watched it on my phone, and I was surprised by Austin asking him questions about Sting, about CM Punk, you know, asking him the tough questions. You could tell by Vince's face, you know. You, you know, I study body language. You could tell by his face, he didn't see it coming. You know, he kept Vince honest, and it was good that we saw Austin, like you said, one of the only ones that could do that, hit Vince with the tough questions, and it was live. And it wasn't recorded because, of course, they could edit and do all the other mess with it. So,
5: Well, the, th- the thing of it is they could have recorded it live, like just before it aired type idea. Uh, it's the miracle of, of Memorex, dude. It's ama- the, the equipment that WWE has is amazing. However, here's the thing. If that was a scripted interview, they wouldn't have let Stone Cold Steve Austin bring up Jim Ross three or four times. They would have edited that out. They would have kept it. To, they would have kept it to one. So it was, you know, Steve Austin's a pretty straightforward person. You know, if he calls bullshit, he calls bullshit, and that's that's the only part that sucked, because you know he was biting his tongue because he likes to speak as he normally speaks, like I do. And if people don't like it, there's a thing you can click in the right hand corner and just turn it off. You know, but I guarantee your ratings on that were amazing. You know, and they need yeah. to do stuff like that. For the network to survive, they need to start doing house shows. They need to start doing stuff like they just did with Steve Austin. Uh, you know, they've got to give the people something they don't see every day because let me tell you something. Monday Night Raw, I remember years, some, many years ago, you looked forward to next Monday night. I don't look forward to Larry the fucking Cable Guy. I don't look forward to God, the grumpy cat. You know, are you kidding me? And they bitched about going to Clown? You have got to be kidding me. You put a cat on the TV show. You know, it, it, it's a totally different time now. And, it, you know, I thought about it long and hard the last few weeks, and it is true. The WWE is an amazing company. It, it, it'll never be duplicated, but it's a, it is an entertainment company, not a wrestling company. The,
0: the,
5: They're just the, using...
0: Do you feel, Bob, Not to cut you off, do you feel that WWE is doing this stuff? I know Vince said, you know, Austin asked about well, you're not having no competition and how do you push yourself. And Vince talked about, you know, a competition with yourself and with the people. Do you feel that they're doing all of this stuff and getting away with this mess because there's no competition? You know, and there's not a WCW, there's, mm-hmm.
5: there's not an ECW. Um, Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. real I talked to, listen, I talked to someone that, that worked rather closely with Vince, and this was recently. And like he said, Vince McMahon does not give a shit about TNA. He doesn't acknowledge their existence. He could care less. Okay? The Jeff Jarrett thing, I think, will piss him off just a little bit because him and Jeff, the heat over the years, stuff like that. TNA does not exist to Vince. Because TNA is still, they don't have enough money to be an entertainment company, they're a wrestling company. And there's, there, I just think there's certain ways that you have to do things. Do you, do you realize, and I believe this with all my heart, if someone could pull the money, if they could get Ted Turner to do with what I've heard he wants to do, if they opened a wrestling company a la WCW that the guys had to know how to work, Okay, not just entertain, but work, and they showed wrestling matches and didn't worry about all the video packages and all the other bullshit that's Hollywood, it would work. People are dying to see pro wrestling. Not pro entertainment, nothing else, pro wrestling. A la Tommy Dreamers gig up in Philadelphia. Why is it so successful? Everybody up there is hungry, and yes, some of them want to go to WWE, but some of them love to wrestle. You know, Vince McMahon has or I should say Hunter has, because Hunter came up with it, the whole NXT gig in Florida, okay? The only way to really get in that company, unless you were somebody before, is to go through NXT. How many people make it from NXT? All that does is tie up the best independent guys there is where they can't go work anywhere else. You know, and more power to them than making their little paycheck and stuff like that, but I always, when I worked, I wanted to make more. I always wanted to make more. You know, I always wanted to be seen more, I always wanted to be on the road more. I hate being at home. I've I've always been like that. I love to be on the road and meet people and travel and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, it gets monotonous after a while, but there are some people that just they were born to do that. And no, I wasn't born truth.
4: to be Well, well I'll tell you the truth, Bob, Bob, not to not to cut you off. To tell you the truth, Bob, you know, the thing about NXT in the wwe product is that um i like nxt and it gets to the point where when it comes to having all the international stars that are on nxt i i like seeing them but i'm very afraid of them making the main roster because you know it's going to get to the point in my mind that creative is going to have a suck job of pushing them or have nothing for them and they're going to stay stagnant and dry on the main roster that's why Right now, when you mentioned uh, Tommy Dreamer's House of Hardcore. That uh, everybody's foaming at the mouth to see the shows. Even I saw some of the matches on uh, YouTube, and it was it was good matches. You know, even when Del Rio when Del Rio had uh, came back and, and did his thing, everybody was foaming at the mouth to see that because why the WWE uh, the WWE product sucks so bad. I agree with what you said about Larry the Cable Guy and Grumpy Cat and uh, Soccer Mom who's coming up next week or something, whoever, but it gets to the point where, uh, well, I'm just joking. Well, uh, it gets to the point that where where when when we see those people, we're just like, oh, man, what's next? What, what, What do we have now? So, but getting back to it about the product and the hosting, I used to like, a personal favor, I used to like the guest hosts who wanted to get in the ring and wrestle even though it was cheesy or wanted to get with the product instead of just sitting back and saying that I got a movie coming out. Come watch my movie. And they walk away with this check. You know what I mean? So I think right now with the indie scene is the indie scene has so much potential to step up and get to the point point hey say, hey, there's other alternatives in WWE. Come watch us. And we go to these shows and they're great is great amount of people who sees the wrestling and enjoys it.
5: Right now, um, it, it, Bob. that that's Real the cookie. biggest problem with this business. If if, mm. if okay, if there, if Coke went out of business, Pepsi shit out of luck. That make any sense? yep hmm It doesn't matter yeah. if Pepsi's on sale if there is no Coke you know it, it, people people don't get and I've said it from the beginning and I'll die saying the same thing dude when I got in the business I watched I I was home one day I've said this in many interviews I used to my mom was a huge bowler and got she got me into that but like bowling or whatever and one time it was snowed out and I sat home and clicked on trying to watch cartoons cuz I was a young kid and somehow or another I turned on WBAL in Baltimore and they had the old WWF show so it was, it, wasn't, it was long before superstars. It was just a regular show from New York with six matches. You have one headline match at the end with, with a sort of headline match. It, wasn't, it was still a job match, but it was a sort of headline match. Let me, the difference between today's wrestling and yesterday's wrestling is true superstars. The only reason John Cena is a true superstar is because they have shoved him down your throat for so long. Back in the day, you were on TV every week. You were beating somebody. You know If you were smart, you made the guy look halfway decent, so it made the perception was you beat someone, not just somebody, but someone. But you would see these guys week after week after week, whether it be a small storyline, whether it be a long storyline, whatever, and they became true-to-life superstars. Those superstars are still getting four, five, six hundred bucks a night on the independence 25 years later. Most of these guys now, A, don't even know what the hell independents are, okay? Mm-hmm. And B, all they want to do is use the WWE as a stepping stone. But being that it's an entertainment company, I can understand that. Because once you've been on TV in front of the millions, WWE Universe, let's take it to the next step and go do movies. And being the WWE owns a movie company, well, hell, that's, it makes it a little bit easier. You know? Mm-hmm. Why do you think mm-hmm. you see 30 girls on the roster? Women's wrestling has been destroyed in the last couple of years. Why? Because it's not an attraction anymore. It's just another match. Yeah, they got nice asses, great. But I was in a day where there was girls like Heidi Lee Morgan and Linda Dallas, and even Mula. Mula never had the looks to, for me personally, but she could go out there and kick ass. Yes. Linda, yeah. You know, but and but when you heard there was a girls' match on the card tonight, like when you walked into Baltimore Arena and there was an unannounced girls' match. You opened the program, and you saw the lineup. You're like, wow, the girls are here. Kind of like, wow, the midgets are here. You know, it was an attraction (laughs) that people were excited about. Now you have two girls' matches on a three-hour show. So do you understand what I'm saying? And like Vince said, and I agree with that, as a good promoter, because I've been on that side of the table too, you have to cater to your entire audience. Well, if you look at pro wrestling, now it caters to friggin' perverts because you got girls in these little outfits that were unheard of back in the day on the show over and over and over and over again. But if you're gonna have them on payroll, you got to use them. You have to justify to the to, to the masses because it's a publicly traded company. Why you have all these girls on payroll? You know, but it doesn't mean something. Everything in the past meant something. You know, the NWA world title meant you were the best wrestler, the guy that could handle it. Because not many people could handle shit like that back in the day. You know, nowadays they trade belts back and forth. I couldn't tell you who's what. You know, Ric Flair, they had a t-shirt. What the hell was it? 18-time or 16-time world champion or whatever? How many yeah. times is turned out that belt? Like 23 times or something? 13. It going to be... You know he's going to beat
0: your wage. You know he's going to beat Rick Flair's record. Um Oh, absolutely. <laughs> real quick, Bob, I know we got about one more minute left um, for the show. Um, thanks much for calling in, um, for filling in. Thank you much for being a big support for the show. Anything you need to promote for uh, the show that you're going to be at uh, coming up?
5: Uh, two shows coming up in Maryland, ACW, Millersville, Maryland, on December the 12th, and MCW on... Uh, December the twenty seventh with Kevin Nash, Molina, um, and uh, help me here. With, um, shit, I can't Matt remember Seidel? his name at WWE. It's Matt Iddel, what was his gimmick at WWE? I forget. Evan
3: Bourne.
5: Evan okay, Bourne. That's, that's what people are going to remember. Um, it's going to be one of the MCW. The year two thousand and fourteen has been a huge year for the company. Um, same thing with ACW. They did a lot of big shows this year. Who won in the state of Maryland? The wrestling fans this year. Why? Because they had the best shows you could see. Bottom line. Good answer. Good Uh,
1: answer. Family feud, right? Good answer. Good answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Listen, I probably
5: won't get a chance to talk to you guys beforehand. Have a good New Year. I look forward to being part of the show right after the New Year, and we'll get together and we'll we'll do some real down home shooting. Shit on it. Let's have fun. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, get it in. Ready,
0: yeah, we'll see you at ACW on, uh, next Friday. So, all right, guys, yeah.
4: you take care, all and I'll ACW. talk to you
0: soon. All right, you. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Everybody that was a journeyman of the re, journey man in the wrestling business, mm-hmm. um, veteran of wrestling, he's wrestled all over WWF, WCW, um, Bob Starr. He's wrestled, you know, with uh, the likes of Sting, Randy Savage, Ricky Steamboat rick flair um the who's who of wrestling so we thank him definitely for having him on um real quick um just announced shim blade our correspondent just confirmed eric Spears does apologize um having uh, only one signal eric Spears will be back here live 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 um on december the 23rd at 7 p.m eastern time so we'll be bringing back eric Spears. but we do thank david hero from professor report for coming on in Thank you, Eric for calling in. We're also, uh, attempting to, um, you know, talk. I understand things happen with weather, but uh, we do thank Bob Stahl for calling in. Definitely, and everybody that has contributed to the show, and all those that are listening now. Uh, with that being said, it's I can't really Robles. say too much. Yeah. Oh, big up, all man. Can't can't forget him. I'm MCW, thank I'm you. And Black Bob Wall Street the champ. Yeah, Black Wall Street, current Maryland Championship Wrestling heavyweight champion. So I can't really say too much my voice
1: is dead, um, NFC Game Boy. Oh, I wanna give the gospel C- everyone C- and uh, C- once again to recap what he said. The thanks to Bobby Starr, to David Harrell, uh to uh well Ari Spears, we'll be back December twenty third. Don't forget part two. Um to so M C W champion, uh Drylix. Uh this is NSC Game Boy with the host tech. Our corresponded Shinblade, Check us out um follow tech on tech back um with down slash backslash utmr
3: and the Game Boy Whatever.
4: <laughs> and a Game Boy so correct <laughs> and the
1: Sensational 1. Ain't that that's you should handle Sensational 1?
4: Yes, Sensational All right. 1. Oh, right.
1: There you go. Um follow us oh, on yeah. Twitter. And hit us up on Facebook and all that other good stuff. We'll see y'all next week. We'll announce who who it is, whatever. It's raining out okay, here. Yeah. I got to get dry. <laughs> all right. I
0: right. love y'all much, and we will talk to you next week. All right. See you then.
1: Good night, everybody. Amen. So Amen. <laughs>